You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company, and we help you find and convert your ideal person on Pinterest. Today, we're going to be talking about Pinterest algorithm changes. If you have been a longtime listener to my podcast or in my community, you will know that whenever somebody brings up the word algorithm change, I get a little prickly. And it's not because I don't think they exist. I know they exist. They're happening all the time on every single platform because the platform's goal is to serve their main audience, the pinner. But I see it used in reference a lot to when people see their traffic go down. Instead of doing deep investigative work, they always go to this place of there must have been an algorithm change. And I think it just gets used as an excuse quite a bit. And I want people just to dig a little bit deeper. But that being said, we do have an algorithm change. And Pinterest let us know about it this time. It happened mid-July. And in the podcast show note links, which will be at simplepinmedia.com slash 202, you will find three links to articles. One is directly from Pinterest. It's hosted on Medium, and it's the Pinterest engineering blog. It's very crunchy, which means you probably should be an Enneagram 5 or a heavy fact finder if you're going to go deep into this. I got maybe four to five paragraphs in and I thought, this feels like really stale reading that's going to put me to sleep. And then there's two other articles, one done by Search Engine Journal and one by Digital Information World. We will link to both in the show notes, which just to let you know, if you ever need more information, tutorials, videos, or anything like that, if you go to the simplepinmedia.com blog or resources at the top or any of our products, you will be able to see all of those resources right away. So just know it's your one-stop shop for all Pinterest marketing education. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to break down the algorithm change into a couple of parts. What was happening before, what is going to happen going forward, and the new term that they're using. And then we're going to talk about some takeaways from a recent creator seminar that our creative director, Tina, attended. And then we're going to talk about what you need to do next. How does this affect your strategy? And I want to let you know that inside the Simple Pin Collective this month, which is our Pinterest marketing membership community, we are going to be discussing strategy. We're going to be going deep into interviews with some of my team members talking about what strategy looks like for different types of content creators or digital product sellers or product sellers. If you want to join the Simple Pin Collective at any time, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash collective. Alrighty, with that, here we go. All right, algorithm change mid-July. And basically, we talk about algorithm change. It's basically Pinterest introducing a new ranking model to its home feed. A home feed is literally what happens when you open up on desktop or you open up your phone. 
And they introduced this change because they want to be able to show different types of content. That means regular pins, video pins, GIFs, and story pins to the people who engage with it. So here's what was happening before. Traditionally, Pinterest takes that content in the home feed and they look at the habits of the person. So they call it a click-through prediction model. So what that means is what is the pinner going to click on? Um, They're going to show them more of that. Or what are they going to search? They're going to show them more of that particular topic. We've known that based on what Pinterest has told us in the past. It's why images that get clicks or saves They tend to be shown to more people or when somebody searches something and you have that particular keyword in your pin description, Pinterest looks for that so that they can make the home feed ideal for their user. We call her Susie. Susie is our ideal pinner and Pinterest wants to make her feed beautiful and engaging and perfect for her. Also, it makes sure that Susie engages with what's in front of her. It'd be pretty lame if she opens up her Pinterest app and literally nothing floats her boat. She's like, uh, this is lame. I'm out of here. Pinterest doesn't want that. So now that Pinterest has video, has story pins, and they're trying to make a big push for this. If Susie never clicks on a video pin, with the current model that was before this algorithm change, Susie's never going to see videos. In fact, I talked to a friend of mine. When story pins were released and I was like, hey, do you see story pins? She's like, no, I don't even see videos. I see a lot of promoted pins. So Pinterest basically found itself with a problem. All right. So we have all this new type of content. That's awesome. And we love the creators that make it. But our users are just not seeing it. So to solve the problem, Pinterest introduced what's called a real-time ranking system for the home feed called controlled distribution. Okay, so let's break that down. It's not a complete over algorithm overhaul. So basically how it works is Susie still tells Pinterest what she loves. But after that, Pinterest decides how much to slide into her home feed. So it's a controlled distribution. They use a percentage. So let's say they want to put 4% of videos or story pins or GIFs into Susie's home feed. They're going to slide it in using controlled distribution. And then if Susie engages with it, they go, aha, we're going to show you a little bit more, a little bit more. So ultimately, it allows Pinterest to display a wide range of content instead of just relying on Susie's engagement, right? So there's a lot that can go into this. And it definitely, what the cues that I take away from a lot of it and a lot of these articles is video. But I do think there's an element of also talking about story pins too as well. So keep that in mind as I'm talking, whereas story pins could be a good option for diversification and could be in this controlled distribution as well as video. What Pinterest has also said is that when the user is seeing video, it does get more engagement. And one of the articles pointed out that video content gets an extra boost within Pinterest's algorithm. 
So with the goal of trying to get people to see more different types of content, controlled distribution is the new algorithm change. So let me repeat how that all breaks down. The main algorithm that we have where it's user-generated engagement. So Susie clicks on all these pins. They look at what the topics are. That's still there. That's still the main foundation. But now there's the second factor that's being added in called controlled distribution, where now now Susie's going to see a little bit more video, a little bit more story pins, a little bit more diversification in her feed to test the waters to see if she actually engages with it. All right. So there was also a recent creator seminar in July that Tina, our creative director, attended. And they give some tips for creators, which I thought were really, really good. And they focused more on story pins, which is why I highlight both story pins and video pins. So what they said is that their platform is changing. Their goal was initially to drive traffic, but now they really want to be a platform for content creation. We see this signal super loud and clear when it comes to story pins. If you are in the US and Canada, story pins do not link. I know recently in July, story pins were able to be linked in the UK and Australia and other places, but they are now gone again. So we imagine when they surface again, they're not going to be linkable. People freak out a little bit when they hear the change goes from driving traffic to now wanting to be a platform for content creation. But we have to remember that Pinterest wants to keep people around. They want to keep people um, within their ecosystem. So these story pins that they've introduced, they do have an, in, an ability to increase followers and engagement. But Pinterest has also said like, hey, with these story pins, your goal is to draw them in and then they click to your profile and then they see all your other pins that link to your site. So their quote, good content keeps on giving. Okay, so there's a lot in this. What do we do? What do we do going forward with these changes? Here's how I approach it. I think it's going to be diversification. So that means if you have been really staying in the safe place of just creating regular pins, and I'm sure some of you are completely rocking it with creating amazing fresh pins and just really great pins that go to your website. If you are new to Pinterest right now, I really want you to focus on that. Just focus on creating great pins. But if you're a level above that and you really want to diversify, I would strongly suggest you really seek out how to create great video, more video, and then doing story pins. The diversification clues that Pinterest is giving us are super helpful. In fact, just before this algorithm change in mid-July, the beginning of the July, I was kind of thinking, man, what is it that Pinterest is doing? What is their goal? Where are they going? What does this mean for marketers? Really thinking through what it looked like to pivot and change the way we look at traditional Pinterest marketing. And then they came out with this and actually it excites me. It excites me that they've given us this indicator that says, hey, we want to support creators. We want pinners to see you out. We want them to find your stuff. 
but we just don't want them to find your pins. We want them to find your videos. We want them to find your story pins. We want you to be able to also see Pinterest as not just a place to house great ideas, but a place where you can create and share them, even if you don't have a blog. If you have not listened to our Story Pins podcast, we'll link to it in the show notes. You can find that by going to simplepinmedia.com slash 202. In that, Erin, who's my Promoted Pins director, gave some great tips for people who do not have a blog, that this is a way, particularly with Gen Z, this is a way for them to share what they're doing without the investment of a blog. What's going to be interesting about Story Pins, and I think something to watch especially too with video pins, is pinners are not the same as somebody on Instagram. Like you can't approach a story pin like you would an Instagram story where you're talking about your life. The sound isn't easy to turn on and people kind of don't want sound. It feels, again, like a speed bump. So I would say really think about the pinner and who your pinner is, what type of content they like, and create content in the story pin, not just something about yourself. Pinterest does, they did say this in the creators um, seminar that Tina attended, they want less intimidation and more authenticity. So I don't know about you, but I have a hard time with that and reconciling what to do that, how to do that with Pinterest, just because. Pinterest is kind of known as the place where it's the perfect look or it's it's where you go to dream about what you hope for. You know, it's we kind of joke about Pinterest fails because we have one ideal and how reality comes out is totally different. So let's recap. We basically have an algorithm change. We still have the main algorithm and that is the traditional home feed ranking algorithm where it's based on the pinner's cues, what they search, what they click on, what they like. But because we have so many new types of content on Pinterest, Pinterest is saying, we're now going to control distribution of those video pins, the story pins, and see if people engage in that with them. And then we're going to show them more. So the takeaway for us as creators is how do we diversify our strategy outside of a regular pin get into more video, and get into more story pins. All right, I know there's going to be lots of questions and discussion. So put any of your questions at simplepinmedia.com slash 202. We have a big Facebook group with over 20,000 people in it. You can find that by going to simplepinmedia.com slash Facebook. And then we also have, like I said, our Simple Pin Collective. If you really want to dig in, with lots of amazing business owners who really are interested in using Pinterest very strategically, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash collective to join. All right, I'd love to hear your thoughts on video. We do also have a video creation service. If you are somebody like me who has a really hard time creating videos and you just need somebody to do it for you, we have that. We have packages on our site that you can inquire about and we will link to those in the show notes too. Alrighty, thanks so much for listening today. And I'm really curious to hear your takeaways about the new Pinterest algorithm. Also, if you haven't yet, I would love for you to leave a review in your favorite podcast listening app so we can get the podcast to more people to help them do Pinterest marketing in the right way and help them find and convert their ideal person on Pinterest. Alrighty, thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.